Hey everyone, welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in historical order, scene by scene, forever. And, and Colin, today's... You... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, go no, ahead. Go... no, 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 James, I stepped on your toes. Please, please, <laughs> after you, sir. Colin, you have uh, quickly risen to the top of the aggro crag of four clips. Yeah. You are the four expert as of uh, May 1st, 2021. We'll see how that lasts when we're in May, May 1st, 2027. But sure, for sure. now, you're our Thor guy. Let's do some Thor. What do you got? Yeah, I've got I've got some interesting Thor here for you. So this episode uh, takes place somewhere around 950 AD. Um, it is a flashback. Um, it is, uh, I, I, I almost want to call it like a different word than a flashback. And part of that is because of an element that I'm going to mention in a, in a moment here, but yeah. it's almost more like an echo of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that sounds like a very odd choice of words there, but for clear, uh, you know, presence of mind or whatever, if you want to also watch the clip yourself, it's a flashback sequence, um, in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, which starts at the time marker of one hour, 19 minutes, and 13 seconds. And it stops at one hour, 19 minutes, and 54 seconds. So we're just under a minute uh, of scene here, and yet a lot happens in that mm-hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. This is a, a very tragic scene. I would say like as far as like flashbacks go in the MCU, there are fewer that are probably as bloody. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, sure. Now, there's not like gore or anything like that in this, but like yeah. it's it's there's a lot that happens here. Yeah. So there are literally no words in this entire scene. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's almost no sound at all. Right. What it is is it is a series of like vignettes of a battle uh, between the Valkyrie and Hela, and this is our first like chronological view of these characters Mm -hmm. and we'll break them down in just a moment but what we see in the scene is is our hero from the movie that we will you know of course see again later uh who also is known in the mcu as valkyrie but her real name is brunhilde Mm -hmm. she that's her you know true name and she is at the front of the whole force and she is the leader of the valkyrie she is seen wielding dragon fang uh from the back of her steed with a sea of Valkyrie backing her up. Uh, And then with each flash forward of the battle, right? Each flash lasts, I don't know, maybe three or four seconds. Uh, And it's all kind of like slow motion uh, uh, scenes. It's almost as though whoever is watching this sort of echo is purposefully like hitting like the skip ahead 30 seconds kind of button, right? Mm -hmm. Jumping through vignette to vignette just to sort of get the general idea of what happens here. And with each flash forward of the battle, you start off with the skies completely covered in the Valkyrie. And with each flash, there are less in the sky and more on the ground, dead or doing their best to stay up. And as the battle wages on, uh, Hela just completely lays waste to their ranks Mm. in an effort to escape her banishment to hell. Um, and in this scene, we'd see that she is successful in killing every last one of them, except for Brunhilde, the one that we now know simply as Valkyrie. Right. Um, 
So, you know, we see the fall of their ranks, the fall of all of the winged horses, um, which, you know, I feel like a lot of people would assume that those are like Pegasus, but um, we'll get into that in a moment as well. Um, and then one of her own gives their life to save uh, our hero. Uh, and with that, that gives us a few introductions to make. Yeah. Uh, so, James, do you want to do uh, cast people yeah, first? Sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Ah, uh, geez. Okay. Yes. And James, to... sorry, before, before you actually tell us about them, uh, this is actually a moment that I teased, I think actually technically in behind the scenes footage, but James, I have for you the introduction of our first segment. Oh, it's yeah? not in every okay. episode, but it is in episodes where we meet new people, whether it's okay. actors or characters. Usually I guess technically it would be the same, the same time. Right. Um, right. So I would like to, I, I don't necessarily know if the, the full title of it yet. We'll have to make this decision together. Okay. But I have tentatively called it Avengers Assemble. Might be a little too on the nose, but maybe like assembling the cast okay. or assembling our heroes, something. But right. this is the moment that we're assembling the people that you see on screen. So without further ado, James, why don't you kick off our first Assemble segment? Okay. Well, so we're talking about Thor Ragnarok, which is the third Thor movie, which is fun to say if you say it fast enough, uh, which is in phase <laughs> three. Um, mm -hmm. It was directed by Taika Waititi. <sighs> Amazingly, just just knocked it out of the park. Love his um, work. He is the first director to direct more than one Thor film, having directed Thor Ragnarok, and he will be directing Thor Love and Thunder. Um, Thor Ragnarok was I'm written by... For that. What's that? Oh, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was fine. just like, oh, I'm just, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be lots and lots of fun. Um, it, this was written by Christopher Yost, Eric Peterson, um, who I think Christopher Yost we found we we met in in uh, Thor: The Dark World. So he Christopher mm. Yost came on and did did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that too. name sounded familiar. I was like, where yeah. have I heard that? The Yost with the most. Um, so <laughs> Eric Pearson who also wrote three episodes of Agent Carter and the Black Widow movie. Oh, okay. Um, Stephanie Folsom, who wrote the original story for Toy Story 4. Like, okay. She, yeah. Sure. And uh, two, two episodes of Star Wars Resistance. And cool, then cool. Craig Kyle, frequent co-writer with Christopher Yost. Christopher Yost. I'm sure he loves being called frequent co-writer. Um, yeah. So... I have two people. Uh, we got Brunhilde Valkyrie and then Hela, right? Those are the two mm -hmm. you would. Okay. Yep. So uh, we're going to start with the bad guy. Uh, and that is Hela played by Kate Blanchett. Um, heard of her? No, uh, she's <laughs> prolific, I would say. Yeah, um, absolutely. She, she is. Um, yeah, she's Australian, and I always think she's English because I'm American swine. And she was in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I'm doing this on the fly because I forgot uh, that there would be actors in the scene. You're That's fine. Uh, I'm I'm just laughing at the because I'm American swine that <laughs> that killed me. James and the Giant Peach with Taika and Friends, TV miniseries 2020. Kate Blanchett, what? Sarah Paulson, and more joined Taika Waititi to read James and the Giant Peach. That's that insane. Would be That's amazing. so cool. Um, so she was in uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, looks like The Hidden Worlds. So that's the third one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in Red as Mother. That was, I think, the sort of like, what if the Expendables but spies and not just shooting stuff? Um, I think that was. Oh, she was also. Oh, that's right. She was in how. She was uh, the guy's mother uh, in How to Train Your Dragon, uh, two and three, and possibly. Let me just see. Yeah, just two and three. She we didn't we didn't meet her in one, but uh, you know. Sure. Uh, funnily, her name in, in How to Train Your Dragon was Valka. So like. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. A little um, small. Yeah, I mean, it's points. also like that's. It's the same sort of area. So That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, she was in The Hobbit and all the Lord of the Rings movies as Galadriel. Of yes. Um, of course. That was my, uh, I think that I'm pretty sure that's at least of memory, my first introduction to to her. Um, uh, those movies, I don't, I think I'd seen her in other things, but uh, it's the first time I've ever been really, really scared of Kate Blanchett. <laughs> like that one that one yeah, i don't even remember I know, absolutely it. Yeah. yeah okay good 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 it's in, it's in the first movie it's in yeah. fellowship of the ring yep and she's yep. like oh yes further than raw and you're like what the fuck is uh, yeah. going on oh god Ugh. um i mean blech in a like great performance terrifying um, absolutely yeah she was Irina Spalco in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull and the sorry mm. excuse me let me say the correct title of this movie Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um, and let me see. She was an eyes wide shot. I didn't know that. And that's pretty much all of her acting in, uh, in this segment of uh, what assembling the cast or whatever we end up calling it. Sure. I try and find just things in the, the things resume that might be related to comic books, kind of. Sure. Like sort yeah, of a, that makes like sense. a like same sort of pop deal. culture kind of thing, like the yeah. nerdy aspects. Because yeah. like obviously she's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in so much stuff. Like if if Queen Elizabeth was a Marvel character, we'd have a lot more to talk about with Kate Blanchett. But um <laughs> hang on she, now, hang she, on. <laughs> New tag yeah, yeah. is Queen Elizabeth in oh, Marvel sure. comics. If she's not in a Captain Britain, uh what what is there? Which wait, which Queen of uh, which Excalibur. Queen Excalibur. Uh the first, I believe. She played Queen Elizabeth the first. Only Elizabeth Tudor and Elizabeth Windsor the second. Uh, isn't Elizabeth Tudor Elizabeth the first? Oh, maybe that would actually probably make sense. But she was in Earth three eleven, not six one six. So Earth three eleven is where everything gets all mixed up. So basically, <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's sort of what my uh, the impetus behind what I say and what I don't say. Also, like she was in Hannah, which I never saw, but which felt very comic booky to me. Um, I think that's where like the kid trains to be a killer and then they lose her. It's sort of like Jason Bourne, but with a kid. Oh I think. yes. That's like a recent thing, right? Yeah. That yeah. Came out like a only a couple of years. Yes. 2011. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah, yeah. So, I've, okay. Yeah. I've seen that. I, so that. I haven't seen, but I mean, I've seen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've seen about the same amount of, <laughs> of the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that is Kate Blanchett. All right. So let's talk about uh, Tessa Thompson. Yes. Who plays Valkyrie and is amazing. One and Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Tessa, um, I know you're a big fan of the show. Come please, on, pop come on. onto an episode. We'd love a- to talk to you. Anything you want. Let's yeah, let's do it. Um Honestly, she, even movies you're not even in. If you want if you're like, hey, I watched Spider-Man and I really loved it and I want to talk about yeah. it, fine. Hey, Absolutely. come on. Come on. Um, so she is playing Valkyrie in Thor Eleven Thunder, also. Uh, mm-hmm. that's filming now. She is also in James and the Giant Peach with Taika and Friends. Along with, in this episode, it looks like Cara Delevingne and Olivia Wilde. So that is wild. 
Um, <laughs> she was Agent M in Men in Black International with mm-hmm. some guy. I'm not really sure who he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and He's she's been known. Yeah, like some up up and coming um, New Zealand guy. I'm not really sure. Um, oh my God, James. that was those were fighting words right there. Yeah, you're. <laughs> he's never gonna show up on this show now. <laughs> um, so I'm just I'm just giving you like like editing hoops, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she's been in stuff, you know, all sorts of different uh, Marvel related things. It's not the only movie we see uh, Valkyrie in. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also, I, I have to point out, she was in uh, the movie of Dear White People, um, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. I've only watched the show, but uh, I support that. Uh, oh, she's also in, ooh, that's right. She's also in Sorry to Bother You, uh, which is semi, uh, semi-comic related, Sorry kind of. It's uh, Which one is that? Lakeith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson. He gets a job as a uh, a call center guy. And Danny Glover says to to use basically says use your white voice to talk on the phone and no yes. one's gonna yeah 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 that's right yeah yeah it's basically like if Get Out took it's a acid. movie specifically about code switching right basically right yeah and it's written it's written by Boots Riley who was in the coup um, mm-hmm. and he tried to make a a thing out of it it didn't work so he made an album called it and then they made a movie and he's like I see okay <laughs> I guess I'll make another album anyways sure. Um, she was in Bo. She was in BoJack Horseman, uh, one episode of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she was on Veronica Mars for a bunch of times. Seriously, oh, she, she was in uh, three episodes of Heroes. Yep, she was on twenty two episodes of Veronica Mars. Um, this is blowing my mind. I've watched that whole show, she's, and I've somehow not noticed. Do you remember the episode of Veronica Mars where it's like the ice festival, and someone gets accused of like stealing a backpack? Oh man. Okay. Here's the thing. I will yeah. say, I was like, I've watched every episode and it's been years. You know <laughs> Listen, I mean? it's technically, technically true is still a kind of truth. So I think that we right. can all agree. Yeah. It's like, um, I've watched them all. Do I remember any of them? No. I believe but, she is yeah. a season two ish, uh, like, uh, character like featured but, guest. But yeah, kind of recurring. Thing? I mean, recurring I don't think, I don't know if she gets a credit, but like, yeah, she's on 22 episodes. So like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so I'm oh, sorry. She's so she does get a credit. She's credited in 22 episodes. Some of these are credit only, but uh, right. yeah, I think she dates Wallace. I'm pretty sure she dates Wallace. Interesting. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch yeah, those now. For oh, sure. God, I've just I've literally I'm like inches away from finishing my entire <laughs> MCU rewatch, and now I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch Veronica Mars, and now it. that somehow links together. <laughs> And then uh, the last thing I want to say is it's not uh, it's not necessarily comic book, but it is pop culture and sort of uh, I don't know related. Uh, she was in the 2006 remake of When a Stranger Calls, so that oh, is Tessa Thompson. That's interesting. The acting is coming from inside the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I was just talking with my cousins earlier today about the movie When a Stranger Calls Back because there's oh. a riff tracks of that one. That uh, and we've watched sense. that. Yeah. And like we watch my my family and I, we watch riff tracks together online. Right, uh, I've every seen you, weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or almost every weekend because uh, right. the pandemic has kept us apart. So sure. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. okay. Well, now that we've assembled so, the cast members, yes, who are they playing? Let's talk about these characters. So there's there's kind of like three main things to talk about here, uh, and there's a there's some interesting like not necessarily parallels, but like connections in the comics that i'm not sure that you know about and i'm excited to see if you either knew them or if you hadn't 
how excited it will make you because there's there's some cool stuff here. Okay, listen, so I have started reading War of the War of the Realms, so I have a more I, like I was seeing stuff from your previous Thor segments, Thor lore mm, with Colin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been like, hey, I know that name from Colin, and I know that name Svartalheim. I got it. Yeah, I'm from all over hey, it. from your Thor expert, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your um, thoracic specialist, Colin M. Parker. Your Thor expert shortened that to X, so your thorax. Uh, right, right. I was yeah. trying to go for like like a Lorax, Thorax kind of sound, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so the Valkyries are mm-hmm. a group of elite Asgardian female warriors who mm-hmm. are sort of like a special strike team uh, for Odin, uh, and they rode into battle on horses with wings that are pretty much only specifically referred to as the Valkyrie steeds. So mm. there's no like special species name for them, which I was kind right. of hoping there would be. They're just they're just steeds, but all right, right fair, fair enough. Um, now in the comics, their name is usually interchangeable with Valkyrie, like spelled V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-O-R. I assume that they kind of try to use a different spelling because it does sound, I mean, that spelling rather sounds a little bit more Asgardian. Mm-hmm. But also it probably helps to differentiate between the name of the group and Brunhilde because they don't usually say to her, hey, Brunhilde, like, let's go to right. battle. It's usually like Valkyrie, right? Like, because, you know, there's other people dealing with it, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so like that's that's sort of the name of the group. And they they first appeared in Journey into Mystery number 91, uh, which came out in April of 1963. Um, there's a really interesting uh, thing of note here, though, is that they are listed um, like in the Earth 616 realm as demigods um mm-hmm. but interestingly enough they also all died in the comics due to a battle between odin and hella mm. so hella has kind of always been the downfall of the valkyrie um and then with our hero that we know as valkyrie uh also in the comics she was the only one to survive mm-hmm. because she actually was not in that battle she was on earth at the time we're going to come back to that in a, in a brief moment. Right. Um, but I think the cool thing here is that after the battle ended, Odin brought them back to life uh, to act as like the sort of like uh, the carriers or like the, the 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 people who care for rather the souls and lives that they bring into Valhalla. Uh, and Valhalla is the only place where they have a physical form. Uh, it, when they leave Valhalla, uh, they are they only appear in, incorporeal. Nice. So that's kind of a fun little thing. Now, Valkyrie in the movie never states, you know, that her real name is Brunhilde, but like on her official wiki, it has the same name as her comic book counterpart. I'm assuming mostly just so people know that it is, in fact, the exact same character uh, and not just like another random sole survivor of this group. But Brunhilde in the comics is a very interesting character. Uh, There's a lot that I learned about her from doing my research here. But the main thing here was, like I said, she was not a part of the battle between Hela and Odin over rulership of Asgard because she was on Earth since she debuted in Defenders Number 4 in February of 1973 and was actually a member of the Defenders team lineup for a number of years. So she was off with the Defenders while people were fighting in Asgard. And like one of your favorite teams, James, the Defenders, Mm -hmm, uh were out there just like hanging out with an Asgardian. Um, interesting interesting yeah, so i think that's a pretty cool little connection point now, absolutely again something kind of interesting is again she was she was introduced in defenders number four but she's still a part of the team that was introduced in journey into mystery number 91 
Okay, now let's talk about Journey into Mystery number 102. Okay. Only 11 issues later, which came out in March 1964, which introduces us to Hela, Odin's daughter. When In the movie, she's the main antagonist of Thor Ragnarok, uh, where the scene that we're talking about, right, is from. Uh, but she's a very interesting character with, like, differences between comic books and movie. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, she's Thor's, like, half-sister and Odin's oldest. But in the comics, she's, weirdly enough, Loki's daughter. Or, sorry, she is supposedly, it's, like, alleged that she is the daughter of Loki and Angerboda, I think is how you would pronounce it, uh, a giantess a giantess, I don't know how to actually pronounce that, a giantess witch from uh, Jotunheim, uh, hmm. which is where Loki is also from. So, like I said, Hela was first in Journey into Mystery number 102. And in the comics and in the movie, like, they're, I don't necessarily know if they actually use these words in the movie. I have to kind of rack my brain a little bit on this. But she is the goddess of death, which does give her the ability to bring back an undead army. So, like, people that die around her and stuff like that. She has the ability to bring them back to life. She also does have the ability to age people rapidly and take their lives in the comics. Mm. In the movie, we never saw that. She pretty much just enacted their death by her hand, right. which I think somewhat for movie purposes, I think makes a little bit more sense to kind of nerf her a little bit just mm-hmm. so she can't just immediately be like, and dead. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. At least if she aims something at them, they could potentially block it. Right. But if she's just like, I'm thinking about you dying and you're dead, right? How do you yeah. how do you block against she that? She was just know? hella powerful and you had to you had ha, to ha, hella her. powerful. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about like when am I gonna mention yeah. Hella like in that term? Because every time I say it, I'm like, oh shit, it's Hella Odin's daughter. Hella, oh she hella strong. Like, yeah, uh no, but I mean she is hella strong for sure. Now here's I think probably the other main difference between comics and movie. Uh yep. she in the comics, could not conjure weapons the way that she does in the movies. Mm, okay. um, she is a very proficient swordsman. Sword, that's, that's not the word. Sword fighter. Mm. Um, you know, like she is in the movie, right? Because she frequently is seen wielding them as well as throwing them, uh, and she battles with them. She takes the. No, that's that's a spoiler. Never mind. But the the weapon manipulation seems to be like a for movie purposes only. I think that's sort of how they, like I was saying earlier get around the not like you're dead right right uh they give her just the ability to have that scene where she's like just throwing out like a thousand swords into the sky and just like taking out flying horses by the droves um but yeah in the comic books she's caused a lot of trouble for thor and for a lot of the other heroes over the years um and has even gotten into some really weird partnerships such as, uh, this is the weirdest one to me, just at one point, made out with Thanos for some reason. Just I mean, kinda, why not, right? You know. It's like, why not? Fine. Whatever. Two of like your strongest people you've ever had in the universe? <laughs> yeah. Might as well just make them kiss. Sure. You know, yeah. People are it's probably into fashion, it. you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's Hela and that's Valkyrie. I, I think the movie Valkyrie is a little bit more jaded uh, mm-hmm. than the comic book version. But I mean, you know, I think it gives... In a movie where, you know, you can't just write an issue every month and have her appear in multiple things at the same time, you kind of have to have a little bit more character development faster. So I totally get like the sort of quicker idea of like, she's got to be jaded and this is why, you know. Uh, So yeah, that's, it's a very haunting scene. Um, 
And like, I, I the last thing I want to mention about it was just the fact that like earlier I was talking about it's like echoes of the past kind of thing. Mm -hmm. the, like there's very little sound in that scene. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a more ethereal music, not really like a here is a theme and this is the song, right? right. Like, <laughs> right. Granted that, that tune certainly wouldn't be in these movies anyway, but like, you know, it's right. not like that more of like ambient noise Right. again, because it's like slow motion. There are not words, but definitely like the sounds of battle and they're really drawn right. out and stretched. Uh, yeah. But they happen also sometimes almost like not the sound is reversed, but again, it's just, it's manipulated. So it sounds yeah. as if like it's an echo of, of time. It's right. also an echo of like PTSD as well. Sure. You know, like you're sort of mentally blocking out some things, but you're being right. forced to remember these things. So it's like yeah. being pulled out of you, you know, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a, it's a very dark scene. And like when we get to it later as to like the context as to why we're seeing it and stuff, yeah. it'll get even more powerful, I yeah. think. But for sure. That's uh, Valkyrie, the Valkyrie, and uh, Hela for you. May I uh, may I uh, connect it to the history of of uh, of the oh yeah world absolutely yeah give us some world history because so, I know that you've got that for us. Uh, Valkyrie comes from the Old Norse Valr V A L R and Kyria, which means the slain V A L R and Kyria chooser. So chooser yes, of the, the slain. chooser of the slain. I meant oh shoot, I, that's actually in my note. I didn't even say it. Yes, and I then, was gonna say that's what their name means in the in the comics. Yeah. So then Valhalla is the Hall of the Slain. Right. Um, Which so is then, why they like pull people right, there, exactly, like take them there. Exactly. Yep. Um, so then the other thing that I wanted to connect um, is to the Ride of the Valkyries. Uh, which is mm -hmm. a uh, part of an opera written by noted racist Richard Wagner um, in the yeah. ring his Ring Saga. Um, it's the and that is uh, in that the I guess well it says uh, in the Valkyrie opera the ride which takes around eight minutes begins in the prelude to the third act building up successive layers of accompaniment until the curtain rises to reveal a mountain peak where four of the eight Valkyrie sisters of Brunhilde have gathered in preparation for the transportation of the fallen heroes to Valhalla. Um, so they then the other four come along and they uh, they sing their battle cry and, and head off. But like Brunhilde, it's so it's like if they had had a Valkyrie and it was like the main Valkyrie and it, right. and her name wasn't Brunhilde, like it, there yeah, would have been like, rioting why? in the streets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, just one real quick thing about Brunhilde. So it says... Um, Brunhilde or Brunhild is the other mm -hmm. way, um, or Brynhild. Uh, it means, let's see, um, there's no transition. Okay, so um, in it has this thing from uh, the Nibelungen lead, uh, which is a Ger German for lead is song in German, so it's the Nibelungen song. Uh, it says, this is describing her. It says, this introduces her in this. It says, There was a queen who resided over the sea, whose like no one knew of anywhere. She was exceedingly beautiful and great in physical strength. She shot the shaft with bold knights. Love was the prize. So wow. she has been around since, uh, let's see, I'm looking here, um, forever. Um, <laughs> for, uh, it looks like forever. is No, it says, um, the most popular theory about the origins is that she originates from two historical figures from the Merovingian dynasty, Brunhilde of Austrasia, a Visigothic princess who married the Frankish king Sigebert I, and Fredegund, who was married to Sigebert's brother, 
Chilperic. God, these names. Yeah. Love them. Um, Frankish historian Gregory of Tours blames Fredegung for Sigebert's murder in 575 AD, I would, I would imagine, after which Fredegung and Brunhild carried on a feud that lasted until 613. Um, wow. So that's where sort of where that um, the character of Brunhild and her name uh, come from. So now you have that uh, that uh, listen, yeah. you now have that like cultural connection to, um, you know, opera of now go listen to some opera by written by anyone else just right, anyone yeah, yeah. else at all because you don't need to listen to someone who's hella racist <laughs> right did i yeah. do it did i get it I did, think, did we do that one you got it um, yeah that's correct that's correct okay so i i want to actually i i hadn't thought of this but i actually just happened to click back on one of the links that i've been doing some of like my research through yeah uh, and i i might I, probably maybe not necessarily a segment but I think there's one other thing that I would like to maybe do from now on whenever we okay. introduce a character. Okay. Because there's something that's very fun about, uh, like, wiki pages that are made for, like, uh, cinematic universes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What you'll find is is that there's always something, a segment under their name called alias or aliases. Uh-huh. And what I think is great about it is that all of the ones that are listed – are never like also known as, which is what a real alias is, but yeah. it's really what it is, is it's just an excuse for people to put down all the insults yeah. that people have called them. Yeah. Or sometimes that they have called themselves, right? So I wanna I wanna bring these up because the two for I mean, the ones for Hella and Valkyrie are great. So they might not always be, you know, the ones that we want to go through, but you know, these these two are 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 great lists. So for Hella, you have Goddess of Death. And mm-hmm. Odin's firstborn, right? Sure. Those are two probably that she, you know, she would have dropped. But then you have evil demoness, murderous mm. hag, the rightful heir, <laughs> the savior of Asgard, powerful being and evil being. But I, I love the fact that murderous hag and like evil demoness are in there. Very clearly the siblings are like, <laughs> I'm angry. Um, and then for Brunhilda, you have Valkyrie, of course, right? Then because uh, of stuff we'll, that we'll get into in, in later on in the movie, uh, or in the future rather, she's also known as Scrapper 142, uh-huh. Trash, Booze Hag, Big Girl, Angry Girl, and Your Majesty. Uh, so I just think it's very fun. I love though when you get to things that are like Trash, Booze Hag. Those things are just very funny to me. Like that those are some of the the names in quotation marks that they are known as. Um so All there right. we go. So that's well, then we need we need to play we quick catch up here, just real quick. Let me scan sure. Odin, Bor, Malekith, Curse, and Algrim for any cool nicknames we got here, and then we can be caught. Up. I don't think we've introduced uh, Odin yet, have we? We haven't we've done just... Odin. I have Bor. I have Bor. Oh, okay, um, cool, cool. Okay, I did. I did look up Odin because I thought that I could have sworn, but okay, let's see. Yeah, he'll AKA... be AKA. Mm, uh, nope, Prince of Asgard, King of Asgard. So cut cool. that. <laughs> and then let's see, Malachis. That's right, that's funny. <laughs> uh, wait, am I looking in the right place? It's on the it's on the right side where it's like real name this. Oh, yeah. alias. Hold on, hold on. Maybe hold on. I need to open up Bor again. I was looking in the wrong place. Oh yeah, you have to hit like the see more button. Bor. See more butts. See more names. See Bor mutts. Um. <laughs> that, that would be a, such a good D and D character name. <laughs> I it is I, Seaborn Nuts. Oh, wait, well. Seaborn Nuts. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> um, 
All right, Bor doesn't have any. So Malekith, um, his nicknames, uh, we got aliases of the Accursed and Creature. Those are his aliases. Can you imagine being so anonymous that you're just like, it's just Creature. I'm just... Like, my name is unimportant. Honestly, um, in a way that almost sounds like someone is being a little racist towards him. <laughs> right. Like he's like, I, oh, never mind. I can't get into that. Never mind. <laughs> all right. That's going to so let's, let's start with Algram and then we'll go into Curse because, you know, that's just how. Sure. Oh, funnily enough, the page for Algram is so incredibly unfilled out that you should cut that because it's yeah. not even like a standard it, template. It immediately it's takes you to curse yeah. basically all right yeah. so uh curse so real name algram oh because it's like his super okay weird. yeah it's like his, his super i can't wait until identity. we get into um where it's just superhero stuff and not like well technically he's still anyways so right. Ilias says curse algram the strong the last of the cursed that's like the third or fourth movie and then um monster so creature and monster versus uh no nickname mcgee uh, aka boar uh, and that's basically Thor the Dark World. So because he up. was a bore, he was just ugh, boring. Sorry. And he's like, kill that person. And the next person's like, like boring. Okay. And you're like, that one All too. All right, Your Majesty. Sure. <laughs> you're like wild boar. Yeah. No. Let's just. He's <laughs> like, kill that one. They're like, mm, adventurous today, aren't we, sir? <laughs> Anyways, let, so I think that's a great segment. I love it. Um, and how about we call it like uh calling names or uh Ooh. T- time yeah something like that name calling we'll figure it out we'll figure it out cut all this. sure cut yeah, everything. yeah. Well, yeah cut, my, that... cut my whole track let's just cut, uh start yeah. over. this whole episode is only me and there's moments of silence then i go <laughs> you can't hear james but i can this one's just for me <laughs> all, all right. right so are shall i do some let's get out of here music yeah talking i'm yeah all right, I'm going to do some social media. So we are on Twitter as a podcast at Timeline Scav. Um, and that is where you can find us for all sorts of uh, memes and polls and comments about stuff. I'm currently retweeting myself, Dormammu, I've come to bargain over and over again because I just watched <laughs> Doctor Strange. Um, sure. I've noticed that. It's been making me laugh every time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to do it not to the point of it being all right. But just to the point of being like, huh, I tickled myself again. All right. So timeline scab for that. Um, if you want to tell me that I'm doing it too much, you can find me individually at Unabashed James. Or you can head over to Colin and be like, I would like to be your new co-host at. Please fire him. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> you can write to me about hiring processes at Colin M. Parker. Uh, and a quick shout out to at N. Bramald, B-R-A-M-A-L-D. Mm-hmm. For the use and creation of our theme song. Absolutely. Um, basically, I was like, hey, I need the Marvel Studios fanfare, but not the Marvel Studios fanfare. And right. he was like, I got you, fam. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we love it. Um, yeah, that it's I, I feel like a, a grown up podcaster now because we have like cinematic score to to lead us in it's like oh, i know right isn't that like, like cool as hell yeah like having like that's the thing is like that makes me feel so pro and like yeah. makes me feel a little bit older and refined now exactly. that i'm like yeah. i have an orchestral backing 
I'm podcast in a sweater vest because I'm fancy. In front of like a fireplace and like a giant row of books and I have like a pipe that blows bubbles. I'm like, ah, didn't see you enter my study. Please come in. Let me regale you of a tale. But like every book, instead of being leather bound, it's just a comic book. And I'm like, yes, let me pull down Journey into Mystery number 102 and regale you of a tale of Hella. Right? Like, and everyone's like. Grandpa, like I'm 20 <laughs> years old now. I don't need to hear this. This anyway. is what we're going to turn it into. Marvel Peace Theater. Um, <gasps> Marvel Peace Theater is so good. That's going to be a segment for sure at some point. Anyway, so that's, on, that's it uh, for this one, right? Well, oh, we, yeah. Let's talk we about got, Patreon. We got a, we're part of a Scavengers Network. It's a podcast yeah, network, which you can find on Twitter at ScavengersNet. But Colin, you can also find us over on Patreon, can't you? You sure can. Patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just two dollars a month. You get access to all the backlogged uh bonus content from multiple shows across the network. Uh and then of course all of the future and upcoming pieces of bonus content from this show as well. Uh, which by the time you hear this, at least one will probably already be up. Uh, so now's the time to hop in there and get listening to all the cutting room floor stuff or the, the ideas that we had while we were recording, but like didn't make sense to leave in the episodes, things like that. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, me starting wars with various former British colonies, just like, just strewing it all. And with like brands of elephants, brands, (laughs) species. No, no, brands is correct. Brands is correct. They, uh, sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay the elephant marketing is great let me tell you that absolutely <laughs> lots of trunks so that's gonna do it for uh this episode of timeline scavengers i'm james anderson and i'm colin parker excelsior anderson no no just like <laughs>